0: there in the wonderful world of the internet i'm back with another fun-filled awesome episode of epic nists um with this podcast i like to call the one Sharp podcast where uh go ahead and put that scouter on so you can check out your opponent's power level to get that information all up in your mind and give it all to you possibly in the form of a punch a kick or just a super kamehameha wave um, now, I just kind of threw out what exactly I'm what I'm going to talk about, because um, it's going to be a movie review this time, and it's a really, really good one. It's a great one. Um, it's one of my all-time childhood classics that um, just never ceases to amaze me. And um, the movie I'm talking about is Dragon Ball Super Broly. Now, for the longest time, Broly has been one of those movie villains that you just kind of want to see what he would do if he was in the dragon ball universe but it it's a movie villain so you know he's not going to go far unless somehow in some way they make him canon and um this movie basically does that um this is a retelling of broly's story from how he grew up to how he became the uh, legendary super saiyan um but before i get into details with that let's get into some of the information um, with this movie. Uh, its release date was in Japan, 2000, uh, December of 2018. Uh, here in the States, it was January 15th and the 16th of 2019. Um, its ratings by far overall, um, IMDb gave it an 8.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it, gave it an 81%. And Metacritic, fifty-nine percent. Um, it had a budget of eight point five million dollars U.S. Um, box office, and these—it's like almost triple of what they spent on the movie itself, ninety-eight point three five million. So you got a bunch of Dragon Ball fans out there that was really waiting for this movie in this in wild anticipation um, of really in a sense becoming canon um this movie also introduces another character that now officially is canon within the dragon ball universe um but i'm gonna get to that later um let's see the director was uh now this is where if i screw up on any any names i'm terribly sorry the director it was is tatsuya nagamine um Now for the voice actors, and I have both Japanese and uh, American. So once again, if I mispronounce the name, I'm terribly sorry. Um, So voice of Goku. Been around for a long time. Awesome actress. uh, Musako Nozawa. And uh, Americans, voiced by the awesome, righteous Sean Chamel. Sorry if I mispronounced your last name. They're both awesome actor or voice actors um they've given goku life from both you know the japanese aspect as well as the american aspect because you know with sean Chamel i swear um that guy can really belt out the kamehamehas and he does a great job of it i kind of get concerned because after a while you know he I, i'm thinking he's gonna lose his voice from doing it so many times but i mean for as long as i've been watching dragon ball z he's going strong tried and true um vegeta re in uh japan real let's see real horikawa and uh of course american christopher sabat another awesome voice A uh, set of voice actors um christopher sabat i've been i've known for many other roles that he's done but well known for vegeta um i feel like with his his character or have him doing the voice of vegeta it has evolved because when he first started doing the voice, it seemed like he was trying to still get a feel for the character. But as time progressed, till now, like till now with Dragon Ball Super, it's almost as if like he can project Vegeta better than Vegeta can project Vegeta, which that's kind of confusing to say or not confusing. Okay, <laughs> um, Frieza, you say uh, ooh, Nakao. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, and um, the voice actor for America—that's Chris uh, Ayers. Chris Ayers is a unique person and a wonderful, uh, wonderful choice for Frieza because of how his voice—his voice matches the character perfectly, as well as the Japanese voice actor. Um, I believe he's been—I believe he's been doing that voice for quite some time. And he's been doing a swell job with it. Um, I do remember he was at a convention once where I guess they had asked him um Frieza's power level, which then I think he just belted out a, a random number. Um, as well as they had him in the voice of Frieza um, actually have him belt out the Kamehameha, which was it was awesome. It was really cool. Um, now let's go on with the other voice actors and actresses. Um, Broly, we have for, um, the uh, Japanese side, we have Ben Shimada. And, um, of course, for America, we have Vic Mignana Oh, <laughs> Okay, let me try and say his last name, because I, I, I apparently always have a problem saying his last name. Um, Vic Mignana. Ooh, I think I said I that right, which is awesome. Um, yes, so I have been... I'm very well versed with these two. Um, of course... With the uh, triple or the the three Broly movies, um, Ben Shimada, I'm I'm used to uh, his voice. Um, I although I've only seen a little bit a little bit of it in Japanese, but um, on the other side with Vic, I am uh, very well versed with how he did Broly before he or yeah he did Broly, and then with this new movie, how he kind of he gave Broly a different. Uh, voice, more, ti- I don't want to say timid, but I, I you know what, I'll let, I'll let you guys kind of figure that one out. I, I seem to see him as, you know, in his new aspect, very timid, kind of reluctant to meet new people in a sense. But also, you know, when he starts fighting, he gets relentless. He's out there just, he's ready to beat someone down. Um. Yeah, it was, yeah, I'll say timid. I feel like timid a really good word for um for the for this movie. Um, Balma, we have uh, Aya Hisakawa, and then for the American version, we have Monica Rial. Um, now, and that's what I forgot to write down. Um, the former voice actress for. Boma had passed away. I believe it was last year, and um, my condolences to the family. But she gave Boma, she gave Boma life. She she (laughs) matched her personality great with this voice actress. She has done just that. Um, as well as uh, the American version, Monica Real is uh, a new voice actress. uh, I I haven't heard of recently. But, um, of course, on Twitter, I'm, I'm starting to see the type of person that she is. She's really cool, and she's really laid back. Um, she did a perfect job doing Bulma as well, as, as well with the Dragon Ball Super Series, where, you know, once again, there, she's getting in the character, and she's really letting Bulma's personality shine. And Bulma doesn't take any mess for any said reason. Um, henceforth, why, you know, with the, the combination of Christopher Sabat and uh Monica Real, you know, doing their, their, their little skits and gimmicks within the series or in even in the movies, it was just just hilarious. Cause the Prince of All Saints, you know, he's a tough guy. He he doesn't take mess from any underlings. But you know, Bulma comes around and then all of a sudden his his tough bravado gets knocked down quite a few pegs. And they work well together. Same thing with and Those if you put those three together, and there's a, a skit, one in particular in the series, where Goku's instant transmission starts to get a little funky and gets warped, um, yeah, the just the just the banter of of just those three, especially in the, where he shows up in her bedroom, um, I won't I won't say anything else, you know, with that, only because I don't want to spoil it for everyone. At least for the series. I think it's been out long enough that everyone uh, has watched it. Um, but yeah. Th- those three just worked very well together. There I go. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting off topic there. A little bit. Uh, Wheeze, We have uh, ooh, Masakazu Morita? Once again, I'm trying not to, to butcher these words. Uh, that's Japanese. And for American, we have Ian Sinclair, you know, once again, another voice actor, I've, I've, uh, actually too, I think, uh, Makazu, I think I've, I've heard his, some of his work before, because I looked up some of the other things he has done, um, I think I, I'm, I've heard of his, how he does, you know, his voice, his voicing for certain characters, which, once again, does a really great job. Ian Sinclair is a unique individual to me because, once again, he's uh, another voice actor I have never, I I haven't heard of until recent, um, but he does a great job with Weiss. I even, um, what was it, there was like a behind the scenes where he was doing the voice of Weez and I was like, wow, this guy really knows how to how to really get into the character. Which, trust me, I'm going to say that to, for every voice actor, for every whatever that I, I come up with. Um and last but not least we have the voice of Beerus which is Koichi Yamadera um and then we have Jason Douglas Jason Douglas is another new voice actor um which does a great job bringing out the voice of Beerus which he does a fantastic job I mean that guy honestly can go from uh, I am the destroyer god and I'm going to, you know, show off my bravado just a little bit, but I'm not going to be over about most things. But then when you, you get him worked up, where he's like, oh, you've been holding back on me? And you've been doing this and that? I'm just sitting there just dying because it's... Because uh, the man does a great job. They all do a great job. You know, it's... If you can get a, a ragtag team of voice actors and actresses together to put something you know uh of of great importance like this movie it's it makes it worthwhile it's almost as if like they're having too much fun with it but that's what makes it great because then they get into the characters that much deeper and you you just kind of sit there and you're like i for the time it took for them to make that movie i want to be that person to sit right there and watch them just do everything just you know, just so you can sit there and kind of geek out. Um, and and just going through this list again, it's just it's amazing because, yeah, I, I've never been so hyped for a movie before in my life, which I've done that for probably every other Dragon Ball Z movie that's ever been out that I've either bought or seen in theaters. Um, but yeah, once again, slightly off topic, but let's get back to this movie review. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is a retelling of of Broly, the legendary Super Saiyan, and it's unique how they do it, because um, they, they still stick tried and true to him being born, and then the Doctor's realizing he has a power level of 10,000. Now, he's a child. He has a power level of 10,000, um, and they're trying to figure out how or why. Which is a, one of the most the more unique things about this movie. They actually dis, they, they tell or describe how he has a power level that strong, but it's not until later on in the movie that you find this out. Um, they the the children, I guess they're the void of any human to- or contact until they get to a certain age, um, which I think it's just when they're just young enough to where they can fend for themselves. Um, they're kept in stasis pods, I believe, till about the time they're old enough to walk, I want to say? I could be wrong. Um, for Goku, it's a little bit different, I think. But, um, it's, it was one of, it was just really, it's out there. Broly, Vegeta, and Goku are all in these stasis pods, and they keep them there. Um, now the fact that the great thing about this is the fact that they finally introduced Goku's mother, which I believe she worked in something like a deli, or a, um, worked at a, like a butcher shop, and, um, Goku's mother is so serene, she's calm, she's caring, um, you know, like Bardock, which, you know, he's a Saiyan, like everyone else on that planet, and they're, you know, he's He's not actually that cold. they actually gave um they gave Bardock more of like a, a humanistic like you know if it's if it's down to fighting someone he'll do it but there's if there's anything that he would care for more than anything is his wife and his child, and the fact that they gave that that oh man i it's it's just mind-boggling but it they they gave it they did it justice because it was the one time bardock wasn't trying to you know take someone down he was actually concerned for his child and for everything that it was worth because he knew something was gonna happen he knew something was gonna happen and he was right about it um i don't know if they gave a hint about him being on the planet and getting the the psychic powers i don't know if they if they tapped on that i don't think they did honestly um but yeah they sent these they sent the three out and of course goku goes to earth and his legacy starts there um they do have a snippet where vegeta and goku's brother raditz are working on a planet taking it down for frieza And, um, that's, of course, when they get the news that the planet was hit by a meteor, air quotes. Um, but they then show Broly go on this distant planet, and his father's chasing after him, and he's trying to save his son. And he does. It just takes him a while to find him. And then once they, once he, um, he he finds his child, he's then you know trying to survive on this this desolate planet you know broly at a young age having a power level of 10000 i they were they were kept pretty comfortable i guess to a certain extent um but of course movie progresses we see goku vegeta training like always there's beerus and whis and they're chilling on the side on this resort Having all the delicious food, like always, because that's the only reason why Beerus doesn't destroy the planet, because of all the good food. As well as, well, wouldn't we probably won't let him because of the good food. Um. But it, it, it then progresses on to Frieza's men collecting the Dragon Balls. Now, this is where the, the, the humor kicks in, because Frieza wants to be a couple inches taller, and that's the reason why Frieza wants the Dragon Balls. Um, they then stumble across, um, Broly and his father, they take him on the ship, and they, you know, he, you know Broly's father's like, I just want revenge for what, um, the, the, the king of the Saiyans did to me and my son, all that good jive, but then that's when they, they throw Broly out there, and that's how, when you see his, you see his, his, his humi- his human nature, like he's, kind of like reserved he's to himself for a reason and he doesn't want to um cause any trouble you know he's he's to himself for a reason i guess hasn't been around other people other than his father for many many years um uh, which he put him through some very harsh training and also put this this device around his neck to keep him from going berserk now in the the older version of that movie broly just had this um this headband and he used it to like to to suppress his his mind his his mental um wavelengths so he doesn't go berserk but of course you know the trigger is goku and yeah we all know how that story goes with this one it's just the just overall keep him in check because i guess he's just like a loose cannon and he almost loses it on the ship which then you know he gets shocked and um The two other characters, which I should have wrote their names down, um, see that, you know, it's just not cool. It's just not right. Um, Then it it finally gets to a point to where Broly meets up with the two Saiyans. After the Saiyans, after Goku and Vegeta feel this overwhelming force and they go to uh, see what's going on. Um, Now, this is where even that gets interesting and it gets that much more appealing even though it was already appealing to start off with, but it gets even stronger than that. Um, The initial fight, Broly versus Vegeta, starts off fairly well, really decent. Uh, Apparently, you know, uh, Broly learns how to fight as he progresses. Vegeta understands this and sees this, which then he goes Super Saiyan to just match up, just trying to be a step ahead of him, even though he's still trying to like hold his own but vegeta and and i'm saying this with the utmost res- you know just respect but you know i notice when i see it in any movie where vegeta tries to hold his own against like a main villain regardless if it's a movie villain or a series villain he holds his own for mm, three minutes and then he gets knocked around like a like a pinball he gets knocked down hard this movie no he actually can hold his own and he can you know he can belt out the, the punches and kicks just about as quick as broly throws out the punches and does this little berserk scream which he does quite a bit of just like a lot so um vegeta goes super saiyan he's still holding his own um is then learning how to fight amongst him and even then he's still holding his own in base form um which is actually unheard of i think it was that was a a testament to how strong he really was um going base form against a super saiyan and still holding his own but then which is and, and this is where it gets like really awesome vegeta goes super saiyan god Um, now I tried looking into seeing how he became Super Saiyan God, even though he didn't go through the ritual. He, from what I've read, apparently he had additional training and he just obtained it somehow. Um, my thing is, you know, because within the series, he was able to go Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2 through the help of Majin. Um, he doesn't do Super Saiyan 3 because he knows the terrible flaw with that, that transformation Um, and just to throw it out there for, for reasons, um, super saiyan four, they had a machine that could create blunts waves with, which then he became super saiyan four. So he just had, he had like an assist. I'm thinking he just was able to obtain super saiyan God by, uh, by obtaining, uh, super saiyan God, super saiyan. But then as time progressed, he learned how to dial it down to super saiyan God. And that's how he just basically learned it on a fluke. That's what I think I could be dreadfully wrong on that. Everyone has their, their rhymes and reasons for how he became, you know, a super Saiyan God, but I'll leave that to, uh, to you all. Um. But yeah, going back to this movie review, it's, it was, it was a really, it, it really builds up like a lot of tension because I've never been on the edge of my seat before in my life. Well, except for a couple Marvel, Marvel movies, but that's a whole other discussion i won't get into that um it gets to the point where goku's uh decides to jump in and that's where the the fighting gets really unique because with the the transformations um i know vegeta kept trying you know tried or pri- uh, he kept to <laughs> the the transformations like you know you know normal in the series which is the, you know you stand there you raise your power level you transform um goku on the other hand he it just kind of happened you know the transformations were unique the animation with the from the 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 subtle nature of just things happening was calm and smooth the animation when they were fighting was it flowed but it flowed almost like um a river gaining momentum and you you see that where when they're flying around and and they're throwing punches and You see Goku just, you know, going from Super Saiyan to Super Saiyan God and then Super Saiyan Blue. Now, that transformation, let me tell you about that transformation. When he went Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan or Super Saiyan Blue, um, I like how they teased just for a minute second of mastered Ultra Instinct. I thought the movie was going to be a solid hour because if he went Ultra Instinct And Broly went uh, Legendary Super Saiyan. That's it. Game over. It's like, you know what? I'm not even mad. I'm glad I spent the money on this. Because he went Ultra Instinct. Knocked him out. And, you know, that's it. Game over. But they prolonged it even further after he goes Super Saiyan Blue. Holds his own. um, Gets knocked around. And then they do the dirtiest thing i ever seen. (laughs) Which is... They realize Broly in his, his fully transformed state was way too much, and they need a, another plan of attack. They fly right past Frieza, and they just deliver the onslaught to Frieza. So for a solid hour, solid hour, because um, they're learning the fusion dance. Yeah, you know how that, that goes with Vegeta. They're learning the the fusion dance. It took a solid hour of Frieza getting his butt handed to him, then going golden still getting his butt handed to him till they finally got it right, um which yes, Gogeta is now officially Canon, he is Canon, which really puts a smile on my face, so you. <laughs> After the they transform, the fighting just gets wild. It gets intense. You just see Gogeta giving it, giving his all, punch, kicks, energy blasts, full power Kamehameha waves, and Broly just taking the onslaught. And he's still holding his own. He like he he barely buckles. Like he, I think he did, but he caught himself and he just kept fighting. He kept trying to like you know at least try and land a punch. Go, but gogeta was just too fast and too strong um it i think that was enough to give them the uh the overall edge that they need to needed to fight this guy um which in that in that certain point i i swear i think they the movie theater was just filled with just people just cheering and and seeing them just just go all out um he even does a special attack um Oh, is it the Soul Destroyer? I think it is. I I, I could be wrong with that. It's, it's basically the one he used in uh the Janemba movie where it's that little ball and he throws it at him and it basically just it's supposed to tear you up from the inside, but this one is a little different. It was just it he gets hit by it and it's just a huge explosion. Um which just tells me that they just they did Janemba just dirty. They just did him wrong. Now It finally boils down, it gets down to the nitty-gritty where, you know, they, they took him, they, they, they beat him up. They can just finish him off with a, a, just the strongest Kamehameha you can come up with. Now, at that time, the two other characters, the, the ones that were just kind of like, they, they'll either do, you know, make or break, um, they get the Dragon Balls and basically wish Broly back onto his home planet and, uh, you know, they wish for him to be safe. So, the dragon does so. They then run off and find Broly. Now, these two basically become his two friends, um, which Goku then finds Broly. doesn't take him that long, but he's like, you know, I'm not trying to fight you. You're actually a really good opponent. I want you to be like my sparring partner because, you know, you're really strong, which right there, right then and there shows that when the series kicks back up, I will not be surprised in the least when they basically show broly at the beginning of this kind of like how they did with uh oob and goku you know i won't be surprised if i see super saiyan blue goku going up against broly base form and um just going at it on this planet um which another little tidbit they did a great job tying in the series with the Tournament of Power with this movie. So this movie is actually in the timeline itself. I don't think that has never ever happened before. With the other movies, it was just kind of, uh, oh, he can go Super Saiyan three. So this might have been around the time where he obtained the form um, or been wished back. One of the two. You know, with with the older movies, it was just kind of like a guessing game. This one, it's it's. It's there. It's on point. It's fantastic. Um so yeah. That's the general gist of the movie. I you know I should have said beforehand there's going to be some spoilers. There's going to be a lot of spoilers. But um I guess I got so excited doing this I just I couldn't hold back. <laughs> so um with that all being said, um before I end this, I will leave a link with this one, because there is another person who is just about as hyped with Dragon Ball Super than any other person, including myself, um, has ever been. Um, his 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 name is uh, Dequan Wiltshire, and um, I know quite a few people have probably watched his review, and he was able to go to the premiere because he's he always talks about Dragon Ball everything. I'm gonna leave a link um, for his review because mine is is very you know I'm, i get the information and i throw it out to you him it's just like he has all this energy he, he's super excited for it and you know i i watched it and i was just like wow you know what if i if i had a chance to do that i'd do that exact same thing but you know in my own way my own style um but yeah overall dragon ball super broly movie was fantastic When it comes out on Blu-ray, I will definitely be picking it up. It will be a part of my collection of Dragon Ball, everything that I'm trying to collect. Not much... uh, Okay, I'm trying to get Dragon Ball, but that's going to be kind of uh, a task. I'm getting pretty much almost all of the Dragon Ball Z stuff. And then, of course, I have to start collecting all the Dragon Ball Super Series. Because, I mean, Ultra Instinct can... Really, Ultra Instinct. And then Goku and Frieza teaming up to take down Jiren, yeah, it's it's pretty hyped. So, with all that being said, I will give this movie a solid eight point. You know what? No, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. It 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 hit every mark on point to to its its maximum efficiency. Now, I know my 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 certain choices of words haven't really probably been the best, but I mean, when I was first introduced to Dragon Ball Z, I was I was young and I didn't know what I was watching, and of course later on I find out you know what it was all about. I also find out that it was ocean dubbed, which ocean dub was really great and the fact that they actually got the the voice actor who did vegeta in the ocean dub back in super um you all probably remember that episode because that one was uh, like a very anticipated episode to watch um dragon ball in general is just over it's it's one of those series where you just kind of sit there you're trying to figure out you know what's happening why is it happening um like and why am i so drawn into it you know it's like, you know, other people with Sailor Moon or, um, yeah, I'm going to throw out Hamtaro. I used to watch Hamtaro. It's a really good series. But aside from that, I feel like with Dragon Ball, in a full, grand aspect, it really drives people to give it their all. And even if they're, you know, bruised, beaten, and knocked down, they always, you know, look towards that that series, and they they want to do more with themselves, and... They want to try even harder. They want to obtain that form that Goku was able to obtain. Or they want to be able to do something unique and powerful. I have seen a lot of inspirational people just by watching Dragon Ball Z the entirety. Movies, the series, the OVAs, everything. Everything. Everyone that has done something unique, it's because of Dragon Ball Z. Or just Dragon Ball as a whole. Because... You see someone just working their hardest just to become stronger, not only for their own aspect of becoming stronger physically, but mentally and being able to protect the one thing they they cherish the most, which is their friends, families, everything that they 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 work and strive for to become the strongest. You know, it's not just for overall strength. It's just for overall, I want to be able to enjoy this day with my family and just sit there and you know see another sunset or sunrise that's basically how i see it and for dragon ball and dragon ball z and i'll just and you know everyone that has has put their all in this series all the voice actors from funimation ocean dub and whoever else except for the was it the british version of it it's either, no, 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 it's not British, it's Canadian. I can't remember. Well, there was one where they were basically call, they were called Space Warriors. I mean, they're not wrong, but I feel like they could have worked on that a little bit more in the translation. Because, yeah, they're Space Warriors, but they have an actual name. That species name. Just besides the, about that whole thing. Okay, all right. So, yeah, I give it a 9 out of 10. If you haven't watched this movie, you know... Aside from this review, yeah just check it out. trust me because there's from I mean I don't even think I spoiled it enough to you know basically throw out spoilers, but you yeah, get a chance watch it. you will not be disappointed. So with all that being said, this is Nick, one sharp podcast. this is my uh, awesome anime review of Dragon Ball super Broly. Um, I hope to uh, do another movie review here soon, um, which I believe I have that set. I just have to watch the movie. And because I live in the Northwest, the uh, weather hasn't been too promising, but I'm going to do everything that I can to get that next movie review going and uh, get that information out to you. I've been wanting to see this one for a long time, but I've just you know been busy with things and projects. So... I hope everyone has a wonderful day. hope everyone's, um, you know, geared up and ready for the next couple of Marvel movies that are coming out. Of course, I will be there to watch them opening night and doing a review on those. So until then, keep your imaginations high and keep your intrigue ready because you never know what's going to hit you next. Till then, you know, it's not even a Marvel thing, but I'll still do it anyway. Excelsior!